89.9 The Light, Lucy and Kel. It is grand final week and I may not know much about AFL, Kel, but I do know one thing, that it is not the grand final until one Mike Brady sings the unofficial Australian anthem up there, Kazali. But this year with the grand final being ripped from our clutches, Kel, what's going to happen? So I thought I would go straight to the source and we've got him on the phone right now. Mike Brady, welcome to the show. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning, Kel. What is happening, Mike? Because without you, there's no grand final. So what's going to happen? Well, it's a secret, but I'm going to share it with you because uh, it's been shared already. I'm singing in Melbourne. I'm going to be singing at the MCG, which will be empty. So I'm singing there on my lonesome in the middle of the ground. And it's going up the line to Brisbane. And I'll be joined by the Queensland Symphony Orchestra. Which should be lovely. Wow. Now, Mike, you are literally a walking, talking legend. You have the legacy of being an integral part of our sporting culture. You're an entertainer, a broadcaster, and normally, yes, you're right, you would be singing to upwards of 90,000 to 100,000 people. Have you spent some time in the last week or so wondering what it's going to be like just performing to nobody? (laughs) I'm never nervous. I've done it for years and years. I don't get nervous, but this time... There's a lot of factors, weather, delays, technical issues. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I think it'll be moving. The idea is to make it a tribute, is to make it moving. And I've got a little surprise. I've got a guest. It's extending the tribute a little bit. And I think it'll be quite a moving thing, especially it's so big, of course. It's such a massive stadium. One to, to note for the ages, you actually first sang Up There, Kazali, the year I was born, 1979. Do you think this one is going to be, I mean, I know it's different, but I think this one's going to be a very special one for you. Well, I think so too. And the interest in it has been phenomenal this year. I was only two at the time myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it's, it. If nothing else, it's another historical moment that you're involved in, Mike. And we can't forget other iconic tracks mm. that you've written and produced. One Day in September. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get any pressure because of the fixtures these days? Mm. And it's not necessarily One Day in September. Has there been a moment where you thought, I might just rewrite a few lyrics <laughs> and make it One Day in October? Well, I did do it the last time the grand final was played in October. And the pummeling I got from the general public <laughs> made it such that I've never done it again. <laughs> oh, no. Have you sung every single year at the grand final or have there been years you haven't? Probably 10 or 12 years that I didn't sing. Prior to that, it wasn't every year. Yeah. But since the only 2010s, I've sung it every year and it's a, a massive honour. Yeah. You know, I do it more for really the public and the public yes. have really demanded it. Now, I'm very grateful and, and honoured to be a part of it. I want to be self-indulgent just for one moment because it is an honour talking to you, but you and I are quite connected, Mike, and you don't even understand. Back in 2008, I'm actually a singer by trade, and back in 2008 at Geelong and Hawthorne Grand Final, I got to sing up there Kazali while harnessed to the top of the scoreboard with four other women, and we did this female version as pyrotechnics went off behind us and we were had all these harnesses on and we were 
we were right on the top of the scoreboard and that's one of my most wow. incredible memories getting to sing your song for <laughs> you on top of the scoreboard and so I feel quite connected to you well isn't that great sooner or later if you're in the show business long enough you get to sing on a scoreboard <laughs> yes I know. did you get vertigo it wasn't too bad. The harnesses felt very secure. The, the hard part was we were all in stilettos. We had to climb like 30,000 oh. ladders to get to the top. And then when the pyros went off behind us, that was a little terrifying. <laughs> oh, yes. Watch out. <laughs> the legacy that is Mike Brady, I've never quite, I don't think I've ever recalled what team, what football Did team you, you actually for? barrack for. Well, look, I support a lot of the teams. I do work for a lot of the teams. But I'm the Collingwood man. Oh. The reason is that on my first day at school, a bloke got me in the headlock and said, who do you barrack for? Mm. And this friend of mine, he said, I'll just tell him Collingwood. I went, Collingwood! <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Mike, that's exactly how Eddie Maguire goes about getting more supporters to the Collingwood Football Club. <laughs> You're a very humble man, but what is the reaction when people meet you, when they find out who you are and they connect with everything that you've done? Well, I love my little bit of fame because people are very warm towards me. What I really love, though, is the youngest generation, the young kids now, are recognising me like five-year-old. And I love that. I think, wow, I wrote a song 41 years ago, and it's still around after all these years, and the whole new generation have picked it up because they've seen me singing it at the grand final. Yeah. I enjoy my little bit of fame. I really don't think I'm a legend. So I say, I'm not a legend. I'm just a naughty boy. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Brady, we think you're a legend. We're so chuffed you joined us this week on one of the biggest weeks of the year for us and for you. And we cannot wait to see what is going to be a historic rendition of Up There, Kazali. I think we're all going to have goosebumps. We can't wait to see you this weekend. Oh, that's great, Lucy. And I'll have a look at that scoreboard when I'm there. And thank you very much. Absolute pleasure meeting you and talking to you.